Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity, with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Welcome to episode 61 of the Elevate Her podcast. Now, today I want to talk about this huge misconception about promotions. You've probably heard me say this before, but I want to dig into this and focus into this just for this episode because I still see it as something that is holding so many of you back because one, it's what is the norm. Two, it's what we are taught and what we see happening around us. So we think that there is no other way to getting a promotion. Three, no one in corporate is talking about this. And of course, this is driven by budgets. But then again, no one is teaching us how to put our promotions in our hands. Everyone is talking about how, you know, there is your performance review. There's the performance season. You know, it's based on whether people think you are ready. But no one is talking about how to do it differently so that you are not just relying on this fixed mindset on how to actually secure cure a promotion at work. So what is this misconception I'm talking about? It's the misconception that promotions are rewarded and the only way to get a promotion is when it's given to you, right? That's because there is no other way that has been taught, right, in corporate. And I've told you about the other reasons why there's this huge misconception. But I want you to leave this episode knowing that the only way to get promotions is not just by being rewarded a promotion. You can actually plan your own promotion. You can actually plan. You can ask for a promotion and get it. You can plan for a promotion and secure it. You can plan for a promotion outwards, right? It doesn't just have to be in your current organization. You can plan for an upward promotion in a different organization or even within your organization, but in a different team, in a different department. And so I want you to have a growth mindset around career elevation, around moving up the corporate ladder, because this concept of thinking that you have to wait, that promotions can only be waited for and rewarded is holding you back big time. Right. And it's holding you back big time because then when you don't get the promotion, you just wait until the next promotion season and you're just constantly in this wait and see mode. And I also call it the Cinderella effect. And basically the Cinderella effect is where, you know, if you look at the old Disney movies, 
you'll see that all of them have one thing in common, especially where there is a lady involved and there is a man who is kind of the hero of the movie. And in these movies, these old classic Disney movies, if you think of Cinderella, if you think of Beauty and the Beast, if you think of Sleeping Beauty, they all have a very similar storyline where as women, we are depicted that we have no choice but to wait and hope that someday someone will reward us in the form of a prince charming, quote unquote. So in the form of if you kind of parallel this to how things work in corporate career, we're hoping that someday our direct supervisor or our team leader or our boss, whatever you call that person, will come and quote unquote save us and give us that promotion that we deserve and give us that salary increase that we deserve. And the result is we kind of live helplessly until this event happens. So we're always dependent on external events, on external things happening for our careers to move forward, right? We're always dependent on things outside for us to have the careers that we want, for us to have the careers that we love. And so this way Waiting results in us being frustrated, first of all, especially if you've been waiting for a long time. And trust me, you could be waiting for a really, really long time, right? Especially if you're not being proactive about it. The other negative result that happens as a result of waiting and hoping in terms of the Cinderella effect is then we don't take action, right? Think of these old classic Disney movies. What happens when it's in a dire situation, right? The Sleeping Beauty just sleeps and waits. The Cinderella waits until the clock strikes 12. The carriage turns into pumpkins. We know the story, right? And so she's just waiting and hoping and not taking any action and waiting for this Prince Charming to come and save the day, right? And so when you are in that waiting mode, eventually you're essentially kind of giving your power away because you're not taking any action, right? And how do you expect to get any results if you're not taking any action? And this is how this misconception is really making a lot of women not move forward. And you know me, ladies, I am always about helping as many women as possible move up the career ladder. And I want to share my story in case you've not heard it. But if you have, I want to remind you that I am proof that this misconception is completely false. This misconception that promotions can be, need to be waited for, that you can only get a promotion if it's rewarded to you, if other people think you're ready and then you get that promotion, that you just have to wait and be patient. That is a complete misconception. And of course, patience is required, right? You might be taking all the effective action and that promotion is still not coming your way. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about you reverse engineering the process and taking that promotion into your own hands and believing that promotion, that result is solely, squarely, 100% in your hands, is your responsibility and yours alone. And not hoping that someone else is going to help you achieve that. Of course, you do need other things, right? You do need other parties, other stakeholders to support you. But thinking that you are dependent completely on them, having that Cinderella effect is what is going to hold you back big time. 
And let me just share my story because in 2020, before I had my twins, it was actually late 2019 and I was going through my WhatsApp messages and I was done. Like I was completely done with my career. And at that point, I was like, this is over. There is no way I am going back in to this job. I was just so frustrated. I felt like I was doing so much work. I was not getting recognized. I felt like at my level with the qualifications I had, I should have been way far ahead. And I was just putting so much heart and soul into this job that was not giving me back what I felt I deserved. And I had kind of resigned in my mind. And when I now look and read about this quiet quitting, I realized that I was actually a quiet quitter. And this is why I actually don't, by the way, I'm going to do a separate episode on quiet quitting. This is why I don't support the quiet quitting movement because it doesn't really help you move forward, right? It just keeps you in one place, like going round and round in circles, but it doesn't really help you move forward. And so I was so sure that when I returned from maternity leave, my six month maternity leave, that I was just going to come back and immediately serve my notice. But during the time that I was on leave, I went on this personal growth journey, which, by the way, was completely unplanned because my plan was to start a business then and grow that business and then have this business as sort of my plan B for when I would submit my notice to quit from my job. But as I was doing these business courses, so I remember I signed up for my first business course. It was a course on how to grow your Instagram personal brand. As I went through these courses, all of them had this element of mindset. And for me, I found it so intriguing, like how they would say, you know, you're completely responsible for your results. You're completely responsible for where your business is going to be one year from now. And I was thinking, how exactly is that possible when there's COVID, when there are so many external factors that we have no control over? And when I started to learn and read and understand more about what they were teaching and read the books that they were sharing as part of the courses, I started to realize that this was the case for my career as well. And while I was on this path or this journey to building my business, I realized that the ripple effects in the rest of my life were actually playing and panning out, right? Because as I was taking responsibility for my finances, for my future, for my goals, I realized that, you know, you can't take responsibility in one area of your life and then the other area is like completely, you know, you're not showing up. And so I realized that I was showing up in a different way in other areas of my life. And when I went back to work, I was a completely different person, right? And I didn't have the promotion. There was no sign at all all that I was going to be put on the partner track because that was the next step in my career journey in my current organization. Hey, before we continue with this episode, I want to share this brand new resource that I created and put my heart and soul in getting to you. I am so excited to share with you the position to promotion guide a brand new free PDF guide designed to help you plan your next promotion. Yep, I said plan. And this guide is going to show you exactly how in five steps. Wouldn't it be great if you could one, start getting the recognition and the money you deserve with the expertise you already have, two, have the confidence to ask for a salary raise and secure it, 
Three, become the trusted leader and advisor in your area of expertise. Four, finally get that promotion I know you've been working so hard towards. And five, know how to position for a promotion even if you don't like negotiating like me. Well, the position to promotion guide is just what you need. You need a plan from someone who has actually done this to get the results you've been hoping for in your career. P.S. This guide is exactly how I've helped other women, myself included, secure phenomenal career results, like getting directorship positions at work, 60% salary increments within a single financial year, and it's how you can do so too. Just go to bit.ly forward slash position to promotion to get your guide. I cannot wait for you to get your hands onto this. And oh, did I say I even dropped a free negotiation template in this guide with conversation starters to help you initiate the conversation, which I know can sometimes be difficult with your team leader around your promotion. Yep, I meant it when I said I put my heart into creating this amazing resource for you. Go to bit.ly forward slash position to promotion or check the link in the show notes below. But I started to show up differently. I started to respond to situations very differently. When I felt victimized or when I felt like certain things were being done that were not fair to me or certain decisions were being made that were not fair based on the work that I was putting in, I was responding very differently. And I didn't realize that the stakeholders and the decision makers were noticing this. And so in the next review, the next year, this was now six months after I had come back from maternity leave. So remember, I was away for six months. So basically half of the financial year, there was no performance for me to be assessed on. I was only assessed on half a year's worth of performance. And so, yeah, I returned. And then six months later was when final year reviews were being done. And in that review, honestly, I had no expectations because at that point I was thinking, you know, I'm just doing my best. I am showing up as the director, which I know I am 100% capable of being. I am just going to do my best and I know that the right opportunity is going to show up whether it is in this job or in another place, right? That was the mentality that I was bringing. That was the mindset in which I was working and bringing myself to, you know, wake up and go to work. And so during this performance review, I literally had no expectations. And my team leader wasn't sure whether I was ready to get on the partnership track. And one of the things that you need to do when you get on this partnership track is go for this leadership assessment center. And it's a rigorous interviewing process. So it's an internal interviewing process. You have a panel of eight other partners who are interviewing you on literally every single aspect of your career, be it your technical knowledge, be it your understanding of the business, your commercial acumen, how you manage and lead teams, like you're literally being assessed on so many different things and in so many different ways. It's not just an interview. You have to present, you have to prepare a paper, you have to go through like I think it was four or five psychometric tests and I even had to be interviewed by a psychologist. That's how intense this is. And this is over a three day process and the interviews themselves are around two to three hours long. So it was quite intense. I understand why my team leader felt I wasn't ready because obviously before I had gone through this personal growth journey and transformation, I wasn't showing up as that director. 
But for some reason, all the other partners thought I was more than ready. They were thinking, no, do not hold her back. Let her go into this assessment center. She will be ready when the time for the assessment center came through. And that was four months from the time the decision was made that I was going to be accelerated onto the partnership track. And so when my team leader gave me the news that I was being put onto the partnership track and going through this assessment center, I was thinking, really, this is not how I thought things were going to work out this year. And so for me, it was complete total shock. But I realized that I was doing this work on my personal growth, on my career growth, on my mindset, working on having this growth mindset. And I had actually planned this promotion, right? Even though I had not completely planned it in the way that it panned out or in the way that it happened in reality, I had actually planned it mentally because I had decided that I was going to get a position that reflected the work, that reflected the qualifications, the experience that I brought to the table. And I was hell-bent on getting that by the end of 2022, right? My plan was to get that by the end of 2022, whether it meant moving to another organization or staying in that organization and seeing how things would work out, I was open to so many possibilities, right? Including the possibility of starting my own business and going full-time into business. And so that's how I want you to also think, right? When it comes to promotions, when it comes to career growth, I want you to think of it in a way that doesn't limit you. And thinking that you have to wait for your team leader to know and be 100% sure that you're ready, right? Because there are other stakeholders involved in the decision in the first place, right? There are other opportunities out there. It doesn't just have to be in your current place of work, right? But you do have to come with a different mindset in order to see these other opportunities, in order to be open to these other opportunities, and in order to position yourself both mentally and both through your actions daily in your place of work or in how you are creating and curating your personal brand so that you can attract these opportunities. Okay. So that's what I mean when I say you can totally plan and secure your next promotion. It doesn't have to be through the traditional way of your boss or your team leader or your supervisor putting in a motion or a what is it called? I've forgotten what it is, but basically at the end of the year, your team leader typically writes some sort of motivation. Yeah, a motivation for your promotion. And this is done for all the promotion candidates, right? That is one way and it's a great way, but it's not the only way to get promoted. And if you're thinking, wow, this is very different to what I am used to seeing and what I know about the corporate career journey, then I want you to actually get the position to promotion guide because in this guide, I have a very simple five-step process for you to follow that will help you guide you in knowing where you are in the promotion cycle, what you need to work on next in order for you to be well prepared to position for that next promotion. Because it's also not just about working on your mindset, believing you can do it, and then suddenly by some miracle, you're going to get that promotion. You do have to take action and you do have to be strategic 
strategic about making sure that your value is being communicated, articulated, and is being recognized by the key stakeholders, which are all the things that I did in that year that led to other stakeholders in the promotion decision, putting the motivation for me to get onto that partnership track, even when my team leader wasn't confident that I was ready for it. And so definitely get the position to promotion guide. Look at the beliefs that you need to challenge. Start putting that plan into motion. Like I said, it's not just about working on a growth mindset and starting to think positively. You do have to take action together with working on your mindset. And finally, focus on who you are being, right? Not just what you are doing. It is so important to be very attuned to how you are showing up, how you are being perceived, because it's not just about what you are doing, right? It's about who you are being. The being that is doing the doing, as my coach says, is so much more critical than the doing itself, okay? So you might be doing all the right things in your work, working hard, delivering on time, doing all those things. But if you're not doing it as the person with that promotion, with that mindset, it's not going to be effective for you. So that's all I have for you in today's show. Next week, we are going to talk about the difference between being and doing in your career because you might have just heard the statement that I've made and you're like, whoa, Rebecca, what do you mean by focusing on the being and not the doing? Tune in and wait for next week's episode where I will break down what this means and how this applies in your career. All right, I will see you in next week's show. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.